We're going to begin the Sugya Chukosam Lezeleichu, which happens to fit in very well with the Sugya we just left with. Uh, it's interesting, for one Simen Shochan Arach, this is going to get a lot of mileage. We've uh, been in America, Baruch Hashem, peacefully for a long time. And um, we are, I'll say this in a positive way, not in a positive way, the strides we made as a firm community and the level of learning and in the dictica mitzvahs and the tzedakah we just finished speaking about is, is unbelievable. It's a, our grandparents and great-grandparents couldn't have imagined this scenario in their wildest dreams. Um, with that said, there are certain areas where when you get very comfortable in a society, in a culture, in a country, there you could be very from and still be picking up certain things along the way which we think are dvaram shamabakach and just, hey, I'm American and not realize we're having a, either a very close brush with the law, I mean the law here, the halacha, or we're over the line. And uh, I will uh, share with you over the next few weeks many very fascinating examples where people just don't know. This will just be uh, an education besides the simon we're going to do. We're going to start with the tour and the Beis Yasef. Uh, we'll get to many practical examples. Um, if you, as a sogi, it's fascinating. If you pick up even one or two things to tell over to your friends, I've been talking to people who, in the middle of the conversation, instead of uh, saying, uh, can I know her, or uh, even poo-poo, start going like this. First time I saw this, I took a double take. I said, I turned around, I thought maybe someone knocked on the door. Yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't, you know, I was trying to get quiet. I, there was nobody in the room. So I said, what did you just do? He said, I don't know, this is uh, good luck. This is for Micah, by the way. So it probably wouldn't, uh, probably wouldn't make the grade. Uh, but uh, I said, what did you do? I, I, I'm sure I couldn't figure out. Like, it didn't, didn't dawn on me. He said, I don't know. He picked his eye. Everybody in the office does this. I've been doing this for years. And one, one, one guy in the office told me something about knocking on wood. So I educated him. It's quite funny. The Rub should educate him in the Christian theology. That, okay, but you know, that's the way it goes. I have to look into these things. But uh, knocking on wood... That's an Isdereza, who goes same Los Alechu, and knocking on wood is based on the wood that Esaish uh, was hanging from, uh, or something like that. What? Did I get that right? Well, something I, like that? I read, I read the other that I heard was that it gets out the evil spirits. Whatever it is, that'll fit very well into the second shot that goes there. Whatever it is, it's not Jewish. Okay, let's, let's make that clear. Okay? It's not very Jewish. And, um, and Kahena Robin, I had another situation when somebody was like uh, telling me they're so nervous about a deal is about to close. And they, he said, no, I'm just, I'm dominating and I'm crossing my fingers. I said, either you're Jewish or you're Christian. You can't do both. You got you to gotta pick, you got to you gotta get, get on one side of the fence or the other. So he, he looked at me. He said, well, what is that? Thing? He just picked it up. But he's doing it. So I said, no, that comes from like a cross, you know. He said, you're kidding. I said, I kid you not. I don't kid around with things like that. So that means we've been here too long, which is generally true about the Gullah's condition. And, but it never dawned on him that this would be from the Gullah. Like, what does that do with Gullah? Uh, we spoke about the other night, um, the clanging of the glasses. I don't remember how that came up in the Hilfus uh, Stalker, or maybe I was just giving you a preamble. Uh, with the pouring back of... Yeah, no, that was the explanation again. I don't remember how it came up in... in the, what? Oh, that could be. That could be. Okay. So, uh, people making toasts. So, we have an old minig. I assume this is Jewish. People say, L'chaim. Okay. Nice bracha. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the clanging of the uh, glasses together. 
uh, is highly suspect because if it doesn't have a good makar, it's already suspect. And I'll, I'll take me a week and a half to develop that idea. I'm just throwing out just some of the key uh, uh, simple things. And um, the small amount of research that uh, you'll do on that, they'll say that society was so uh, rough that uh, you never knew who you were toasting with, a friend or foe, and people used to, if they weren't stabbing each other and dueling with each other, they used to poison each other. As in, oh, I mentioned with Asalia, that's how it came up with the Navi Shir. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Nebuch. So uh, we're, in, we're in the Navi Shir now, and uh, some mass poisoning, but we'll, uh, we'll get back to it on Sunday, that's where it came up. So, uh, in order to make sure the guy who was uh, trying to cheer you on wasn't trying to kill you, you bang the guns together, so a little of your wine would go into his, and vice versa. So if he's trying to poison you, we better watch out, because now some of it's in his glass. Uh, so um, some of your stuff, and everybody mixed, and everybody felt that can't imagine it was that bad. Like, you couldn't sit down comfortably with somebody. You know, you might have, some people don't like you, but nobody here in shul is worried about that by a kiddish. Right? So that's, uh, as, as many enemies you might have, it's just our society, Baruch Hashem, is not wired like that. So... Um, so there, that's an interesting, if that's the reason. Now, it's going to be also anyway, because we don't even know if that's the reason. And, and remind me in a couple of weeks to get back to these examples. I have to go through each one. I'll mention one more just to throw it out, uh, because uh, you asked me, I'm not going to give the answer now and explain why, but just to throw out the question. Um, how'd you come across this? You're in contracting? Is that how you came across this? You're just building a house? How'd you, how'd you come across the, uh, the uh, what's this called, the uh, Christian door? How'd you come across it? You stop see it around. You're in the, in the business. Part of it, you see. Okay, okay. So this, uh, this Heiliger Haimish Yid came over to me, and he, um, not the only child he asked me, but he asked me this a few times, it was bothering him, and rightfully so. He said he sees that a lot of the Yiddish homes are putting in these, uh, what some people call Christian doors, and he wants to know, is it us, or is it a problem, is it not a problem? I didn't know what it was. I told him the same thing I told everybody. Send me the rate on it, and, uh, and I'll get some pictures, which I have over here. And um, I, the good news is I have a, a hefty here. I think it may be good mutter, but I'm not going to discuss this for another couple of weeks. Because I have to first, we got to go through the sugya first and see what's up. I just want to show you what it is. This won't look anything to do with Nitzram over here. It looks like a regular door. Uh, it's a bunch of doors with nice boxes in it. So somebody nicknamed this a Christian door, and I guarantee you it wasn't somebody Jewish or Muslim. Uh, yes, yeah, so if you hear the name and you have an imagination, then maybe you could find something. No, no. Uh, I just, uh, so the question is, what's the history behind this, and did it start from that, and is that the reason why they have so many doors? Now, how prevalent is this? You say it is very prevalent. Most people, the stam door looks like this. So I was saying, if, you, if I ask for a door, if I build a house, I ask for a door, this is what they're going to give me. Okay, so Mitzvah Shem, I just threw three questions out from champagne to doorways. Um, what was the third one we mentioned? Well, that one wasn't the Shiloh. <laughs> the knocking on wood. And there are many, many more fascinating things coming up in Mitzvah Shem. We will uh, start this next week. Um, and we will have Shir Mitzvah Shem, even though it's sleepless, try to get some sleep. And we'll even try to get one in during a Sarasamei Chuvah.